Happy, happy day. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to another episode of Stoke the Wild. This is your host, Nicholas Dertinger, and with me as always is your host, Joy Dertinger. And we are freaking awesome, and we're glad that you're here with us for another episode where we talk about creative things, fun things, weird things, and all sorts of things. You know, I was toying with the idea of introducing myself as Joyless Dirtinger because you're Nicholas Dirtinger. Joyless. And I was like, ah, oh, that'd be funny. And then I didn't because uh, I was like, nah, that'd be too weird. And somehow you managed to still do it. Because <laughs> I'm not editing this out. I still managed to do it and make it even weirder. Yeah, yeah. That's that's joyless for you. No, not joyless. 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 That's joyless for you. That's it. Making things awkward. That's Real my gerb. That's right, that's right. Welcome back to Stoke the Wild, everybody, a podcast where we talk about the creative arts and the different things going on in the world that are interesting to us about creativity and media, and we're glad, again, that you're with us this time around. We are, um, man, uh, episode two of the new uh, season, of the new, new run, back in the habit, like, sister acts, we are <laughs> I forgot that it. that was the name of that. And, uh... You know, step aside, Whoopi Goldberg, because we are here. And this is, uh, yeah, we got some stuff. We got some stuff we're going to talk about on the show today, and it's going to be good. We also got some cool things, I think, that we'll probably be looking at towards, uh, you know, in the the coming weeks as we head into uh, the Midwest eternal winter um, that takes place uh, as well. Yeah, we're going to, like, honker down. Hunker down? We're going to honker down. Honk. <laughs> we're going to hunker down. Honk, burrow. Honk. We're going to burrow ourselves into, like, blankets and fleece and just sit here. And I, I still make it my goal to one day do a video live stream episode or a live episode of some kind. And I'm going to wear, in the winter, my giant Christmas onesie. <gasps> oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. That's a good idea. My holiday onesie. I need... Um, and for the right price, maybe I'll unzip that onesie and show a little shoulder. Eh? Wink. Eh? Wink. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and wink. for the right price, you can have one too. <laughs> like a, No, I'm not selling them. Uh, get your <laughs> custom-made Stoke the Wild <laughs> onesies like, no. with our logo on the butt. <laughs> oh, no. That's even worse. It's got worse. the butt flap. <laughs> Get one in every size for your small child, a toddler, you know, perfect for changing the diaper, all the way up to your granddad, perfect for changing the diaper. (laughs) Please, no. The Stoke the Wild onesie. Although I do need a new holiday onesie. The one one that I have, I've I've worn it till it's a bit threadbare. It's threadbare? A little bit. Should get you a Krampus one. Oh, that would be awesome. You just walk around with this goat monster. You know, that brings up a good point. I wonder what the legends say Krampus sounded like. What does it like to have some gold? 
Nope. <laughs> I don't. That's it. The Lord of the Grampus. You know, here's what I think it would have sounded like. I'm not going to do a voice or anything, but I'm just going to describe it to you. I think that it probably would have been um, an ingressive sound. Which is? Where okay. you talk, what you're breathing in. Yeah. I'm a Krampus. Would you like some cola? You're still breathing out, though. No, I'm not. That time you weren't. But I feel like it would be like a weird shrieking, ingressive voice. It would be a shriek? Yeah, it would be like a shrieking voice. Doesn't that sound horrible? You're going to have nightmares tonight, aren't you? I have nightmares every night, baby. (laughs) I live in America. Okay, fair point. Living in America. Nightmares. <laughs> all right. Uh, but in all foreliousness, we are, uh, yeah, we've, we'll probably have some fun coming up down the road. Uh, but we're going to have some fun on this week's episode as we talk a little bit about some new stuff that's getting ready to grace the screens of our at-home television sets. And uh, as well as maybe a couple of other things. Um, too, but I want to jump into uh, something that I'm really excited about because I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. For how long? How long have you been waiting? Six and a half years. Whoa, that's a long time. I've been waiting six and a half years. I knew it had been a, a while that you were waiting, but I didn't really well, okay, realize wait, it was Let six me do the math. Years. Maybe it's five and a half years. Okay. Um, hold on. 2022. Yep. Carry the one. Subtract <laughs> the seven. Add a three. What? That's five and a half years. Okay. I don't five understand the math years. you just did. So it was March 3rd, 2017. I remember the day clearly. A day. Actually, will... technically, it was, I think, March 4th. Um, Live on in infamy. In- infamy? Infamy. Because March 3rd of 2017. I'm looking it up right now just to double check. That's the clickety clack that you hear of Nick's computer keyboard. I have a pretty quiet keyboard. That's true. Um, You're not like so me I don't when know. I type. I'm pretty sure. I'm not even going to say. Yeah. Yup. You so, were right. March 3rd. March 3rd, 2017. The movie Logan. Logan came out in theaters. And I saw it in theaters. It's, it was the final Hugh Jackman performance as X-Men. Um, as X-Men? As X-Men. As Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the sound of Krampus. <laughs> Give me your call. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. It was mm-hmm. his final performance, right? As old man Logan. Yeah. And uh, I remember it. Because the next day I went and had the old snippy snaps and it was oh. it was a great time. Yep. It was a great time. Um I had a vasectomy done. So in case you don't know yeah, what snippy snaps what is. What snippy snaps. Um so I it was after our youngest, our last child was born. Uh yep. a few months after that. So but the next day, March fourth, we went to the uh facilities and had it to done. Get the snippy snaps. And that's also the day that the uh, Switch, I think, launched, if I remember correctly, the Nintendo really? Switch, because I had it on pre-order, 
Uh-huh. I had it on pre-order. I'm pretty sure that it was March 4th or it was close to that date. And it was it and was it arrived. in March. It arrived that day. Because after the snippy snaps, I remember laying in bed, <laughs> snippy snaps, <laughs> laying in bed, you know, with an ice pack. Yep. And having just unboxed the Nintendo, mm-hmm. and playing the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. And you were so excited. And I was like, "This is the best, probably Zelda game I've ever played." And mm-hmm. for now, five and a half years, because Elo is gonna be six soon. Yep. I've been waiting for a sequel, and like four and a half years ago, they announced they were going to make a sequel, <laughs> and every year it was like, it's coming out next year. Just kidding. It's coming out next, next year. year. Here's a little teaser, but it's, it's also next, next year. year. And two days ago, at the time of this recording, they finally released a brand new trailer uh, for the next Legend of Zelda game, along with the title of the game, and an official release date. So where before they'd be like, oh, it's just, you know, coming soon or next year, but not next year. It actually has an actual date. And this is not an advertisement. I just love it so much and I'm mm-hmm. excited. No. So the first, so like, if you're not familiar with Legend of Zelda, okay, Legend okay. of Zelda, the the original um Legend of Zelda game coming out on the NES, and then the uh, they had Legend of Zelda, they had um, uh, uh, the adventure, the Adventures of Link, which was like the second one, uh, Zelda Two, the Adventures of Link. Um, then they had uh, games on the SNES, uh, the Super Nintendo, then. Really, the the Game Boy, which was where I was first introduced to The Legend of Zelda, uh, with Link's Awakening on my Game Boy Pop, my blue, ice blue Game Boy Pocket, and then like a year later, we got Patrick, my brother and I, um, we got a Game Boy Color, and so we had a Game Boy Pocket in black and white, and then we had the Game Boy Color in color, in lime green, which I still have, and um, I actually showed my students the other day, mm-hmm. uh during class that I was talking about video games. I'm like, oh, did you guys hear about this? This is so exciting. Look, this is my lime green Game Boy. Like, I still have it. I'm so excited. <laughs> and they're just like, nerd. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Did they say anything like that, though? No, their eyes and their their soulless eyes scream, nerd. <laughs> their soulless eyes. You know, that actually, I, I, I believe it. Yeah. Freshmen have soulless eyes. They're great. They're fantastic students, but they made fun of me. Um, and that's fine. I love it. So the uh, the Legend of Zelda, though, right, like it spanned all this, you know, from the 80s and onward and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And for for me as a kid being introduced to it on the Game Boy, it was along with things like Pokemon and Mario and stuff. It was like my favorite game. It was the game that I would always come back to and the game that I still like, go back to and love to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't have an N64, but we had friends who had an N64, and that's where, like, two of the most popular games for a long time came out on there, uh, The Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And uh, eventually I played those when they did, like, a special re-release on the GameCube. Yeah. 
and then Wind Waker. Wind Waker on the GameCube was fantastic. Then they had the stuff on the Wii, like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Um, and then they had, like, 3DS games, like Phantom Hourglass and A Link to the Past and all sorts of stuff. But the Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch, when it came out, it was just, like, something they had never done before in, like, a true open-world game where you could tackle the story how, how really however you wanted in whichever way you wanted. Yeah. Um, with a... Uh, system uh like a uh, almost like an rpg style system of collecting materials and armor and being able to craft materials and tools and weapons and things like that um that was really really fantastic for the zelda franchise that really changed up how you had to like approach uh the game and so you could do kind of whatever you wanted but that also meant you had to find the necessary things to do what you wanted. Yeah. And it didn't just come, like, in the some of the older games, like, you had to do it a certain way because you could only get that item that would lead you to another area by going to this one, you know, dungeon first. Mm. Oh, I need this hook shot so I can jump across this area. And so, like, I can only go to this dungeon, and then once I get that... I can go to the second area, and then there I'll find another huh. thing, which will get me to the third area. Yeah. But with Breath of the Wild, it was like, go wherever you want, because you can find these things out there and, you know, tackle it however you want. Sure. And so it was really cool, and uh, a lot of fun. Like, our kids love it. I love it. I'm still, I still haven't even beat the game. Yeah. Because you can make it last as long as you want, really. You can. You can. I'm like... I don't know. There's still a bunch of stuff that I haven't done. Yeah, I've I've beaten it a few times. I've completed. I did I one on one file. I did a full complete run of the game. Um, like where you do everything in it. Everything is done. All the side quests, all the missions, including finding all the Korok seeds, and there's nine hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a big yeah <laughs> yeah golden poopy. Uh, a statue of gold, what looks like a golden piece of poop. Smells uh, pretty suspicious. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but it's great. And, like, that game has, like, still, there are people who, like, stream it and, like, do mods and, like, all sorts of special runs, like, yeah. with that game and speed runs and, like. People still love it. It's fantastic. And so this, this sequel, so the, 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 the next game coming out, uh, the Legend of Zelda, it's called Tears of the Kingdom. Um, it's coming out in May of 2023, May 12th, 2023. And mm-hmm. so it's officially on the calendar. It's going to be released, finally. Very excited um, about it. But it's it's a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. And the only other time they've really done a direct sequel where the game that follows it is like within continuity was Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask. Yeah. And with Ocarina of Time, uh, for those of you who didn't play the game, it splits into two different timelines where, depending on the games that you play later on, you follow uh, the version of Link who beat Ganon and saved the day and like was able to restore the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a child, he like leaves and heads back to the village. Uh, or you play in an alternate timeline where you lose... 
And as an adult, like you're playing through kind of like this disaster world. And um, so Majora's Mask follows like young Link, like right after the end of the story. And you are then going into the events of Majora's Mask. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they're doing with Tears of the Kingdom and how it's going to tie directly into Breath of the Wild because uh, not a lot of information is out there, just a lot of speculation. Um, yeah. It looks like another open-world game, though. Oh, yeah. I don't think they could go back to the format that they did before because of how beloved this change was. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, it would feel, it would literally feel like taking a step backwards if you couldn't do the things you're able to do now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even if, like, they change the setting or they change the time frame and it's not, not a direct sequel, mm-hmm. they ha- that in some ways they have to keep those mechanics. Yeah. Because it's just too, like, everybody loved it. Like, it's critically acclaimed, that game. And, like, you could change the mechanics and improve on them, but you couldn't take those mechanics away, I don't think. No, I it's don't just think me so personally. Either. No, because, like, once you've given those abilities... I feel like it's like that in almost any video game, really. Like, sequential or series-type games, it's like... You have this ability, and then if there's a sequel, you can't, like, take back that thing. Like, I'm thinking about, like, Ori. The Ori games. Um, I can't remember. What is the first one called? Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, or Ori and the Blind Forest. I yeah, Ori, Ori and the Blind the Will Forest. Will of the Wisps is the second one. Yeah. So, like, there are certain things that Ori is able to do in the Blind Forest, and it's not like those abilities are, like, suddenly taken away when you start playing Will of the Wisps. They might, they're a little bit different, but it's not like you just can't do those things anymore. Um Yeah. So, but so I'm not talking necessarily even though about abilities because oh, you can suspend disbelief. Like with all those Zelda games, you always start off with three hearts and with like nothing, and you have to like <laughs> collect stuff to like kind of get the story going. Yeah, um, because it, you're always like, oh, Link, like here's this thing, and it's a brand new whatever, and it's a different time period, and there's a bunch of like reasons why and theories why and. Um, one of them being that Link and Zelda are like a destined uh, set of characters that reincarnate, like, and there will oh. always be a hero and there will always be a princess, mm-hmm. just as there will always be a villain like Ganon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> I'm not gonna get into all that because there's so many different threads to pull on there, but the uh, <laughs> you know, so like I can. I can deal with like, oh, I don't have this ability like I did at the end of that game, and it's a direct sequel. Sure. Like, a good example of this is uh, um, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, you start that game, and they give you a cataclysmic event that happens towards the start of the game mm-hmm. that takes away some of those powers you earned from the last game, right? Okay. Um you're doing something and like you have those powers for like all of like 30 seconds and then all of a sudden something happens and it's like, oh no, I got to figure this out. Uh-huh. And like they reset you on purpose. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, like if that happens, if something happens and you're reset, if you will, with these 
powers. That, those those things I, I think you can get away with. But I, what I'm talking about is like the open world map setup that they have. Oh, sure. The So the ability to pick and choose how you're going to approach approach the world like mm-hmm. is going I don't, like i don't think you can take a step back from that openness right right and then the crafting mechanic like making meals and food and gathering items and hunting and like all that like taking that away yeah would change how the game plays um and especially if this is a direct sequel like taking those mechanics away would be really weird yeah no that's true um, one thing that I am interested in is, like, so I've only ever played, like, Breath of the Wild, and, you know, you have different things like magnesis and stasis and the, the freeze power thing, um, uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called, cryonis, um, you know, and all these different things that you can do, and you have the bombs and whatever, but when... I watched the trailer for Tears of the Kingdom. There's, like, an interesting moment where, like, I can't quite figure out what what kind of, like, ability or, or whatever that they're showcasing there. Like, he's on the side of a rock, and everything's highlighted in white. And it's yeah. like there's a pillar, and it's going up and up and up. So it looks almost like, to me, it looked almost like an elevator. Uh, like a like a rudimentary elevator, like yeah, because in the clips uh, of the trailer, there's also like floating, suspended in you know from gravity like islands that kind of remind me of uh, Skyward Sword, where oh, okay. there were these cities in the sky and islands in the sky above Hyrule uh, in that game, and you could like transport between areas uh but this being more free-forming it looks like you can just jump off an area and make your way to where you need to go and so it looks almost like how you get back up there the way that it was set up and so that's probably some sort of power you discover whether that's a build on one of the powers that were in breath of the wild or if it's a brand new thing Mm -hmm. i don't yet know but yeah that's what i think it is yeah that's cool. I thought it was interesting too. Like I didn't know that about Skyward Sword and the like floating cities and whatever. Yeah. Um But I, yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, there are so many things just like hanging out in the air there. Like they're just floating. Yeah. And all these platforms and random things that he's just like and he's jumping and like it almost looks like he's gliding, but he doesn't have a paraglider. Maybe he's yeah. kind of skydiving, but in um, Breath of the Wild, if you did that, you can't just choose like, oh, I'm going to jump off of this really tall thing and land safely. Like, you you will die if you do that without the paraglider. Yeah, and like, uh, even his body, it doesn't go into that position. He just kind of falls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so... The way that they're shifting that, again, with the mechanics of even the character will be interesting to see how it plays. I'll yeah. gar- I guarantee this, that when it comes out, I will be playing it, and I will be letting you all know my thoughts on it. And It's already 10 out of 10, I guarantee it. But, <laughs> and that's my unbiased opinion. Yeah, yeah, unbiased. That's it. 
but I'll talk about it when it comes out. Uh, and I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. I'm now I kind of feel like, oh, I need to finish the, I need to finish Breath of the Wild so that I can play Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Funny story before mm. I forget. Um, so for Tears of the Kingdom, when they, uh, the, a couple days ago when they released the trailer and the announcement, mm-hmm. Nintendo released a statement saying, um, we're not going to be uh, streaming our Nintendo Direct like announcement that we had planned uh, in the UK at this time. And they didn't. And I wonder if it's because they had this name picked out mm. and it just coincided with the, you know, untimely uh, passing of the Queen of England. And so, like, that was... I mean, I think probably, yeah. There's a whole lot of things that are being suspended and stopped in the <laughs> yeah. UK because of the Queen's death. And um, But, you know, you say untimely, and I, you know, I know that. I mean, like, untimely for Nintendo. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> like, it's not like they're going, yes, this is perfect, now we can release this thing. Yeah, it just made me think of, but also you said that, it made me think of Eddie Izzard's bit, where she's like, I'm the queen, I live forever, got my grandkid on, got a cake on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Riding the- around on a Vespa going, ciao. <laughs> Does she say that too? Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, so um, that's uh, Legend of Zelda, and I'm stoked about it. Aha, I see what you did there. I am stoked. I'm stoking the wild Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh you are stoking man. the Breath of the Wild. It's all coming full circle. Oh, Nick's man. a nerd. It's here. It's been there in the winds. The winds of time? Can you smell it? On the, the, wind, wind. the winds of time? The winds. Isn't that Change. a Zelda game? The winds of time? No. Oh. Dang it! I was I really thought I had you something have there. The wind, like Wind Waker and Ocarina oh, of Time. Oh, yep, I put them together. The winds of time. That would be a good one, Nintendo. Yeah. You can't take that idea. It's mine. I've patented it, or like, something. No, Copyrighted. Yeah, mine now. No, Trademark joy. You're welcome. We'll believe. Grumpus is like, no, it's not yours. <laughs> Grumpus doesn't take away gifts. Grumpus takes away children. Grumpus is all like, I'm the goat of copyright laws. Actually, I don't even think, does Grumpus Krump- doesn't even take away children. Grumpus just beats naughty children with a stick. Uh, I beat those break copyright laws with sticks. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, Copyright Krampus. (laughs) Copyright Krampus. I'm intellectual property Of Krampus. (laughs) You have an IP someone's stealing? Do you or someone you love lost an IP battle? Oh my God. I will come and hit him with a stick. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Well, (laughs) on that note, um, I, I, um, yeah, I'm excited for the game too though. And I do feel the need to finish playing Breath of the Wild. Do it. it. But, like, I don't know. I guess I didn't realize that people play games other ways because I am like, but I haven't done all the side quests and I haven't found all the Korok poops. 
and done all the things. So they're called side quests for a reason. They don't have to be done. But why wouldn't you? Well, that's how I feel about a lot of games. Not every game, but a lot of games where I get into completionist mode. Yeah, you're like you're you're playing the game for fun. Why would you want it to be over sooner? Right. Well, some people are like, oh, I don't want the sto- story spoiled, or I just want to get through the story. That's okay. And, re- and really, like for a game like this, you could finish the story of the game and like and keep playing. I mean, speedrunners get through like I think the fastest time is like. 10 minutes you can beat the fight like cuz of how quick fun. you can get there but it's it's not like that's all they ever did it's like oh i want like i've beaten the game i've done all the no i want to see stuff. how I fast see how i fast can, I can like oh. get like by skipping all the unnecessary things because you can choose how you want to do the game mm-hmm. there is a path where you can just go straight to fight ganon as soon as that's available what? after after the opening area and you can beat ganon Wow. And you've beaten the story. <laughs> yep. I um or the the main story, not the the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, that's just not that's just not how I play games. I want to leave no stone unturned. That was a weird way to say stone, that yeah. that's how I said Are it. Are you stoned? No. I don't want to leave a stone unturned. <laughs> No. Well, have we got a game for you? It's called Turning Stones. <laughs> Available this fall. Oh my god. It's a stone turning simulator. <laughs> Which they ha- I mean they have game like uh They have weird games like that. On Xbox, I downloaded this like a month or so ago with the kids before school started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe a little longer than a month now. Um, but it was called Power Wash Simulator because oh, yeah. they're like, they're <laughs> I like, I've, I've heard that. about this. And literally, you're just, you're just like, power washing stuff. you have a power washer and it's just like, clean this house. <laughs> spray down this car. <laughs> you got oh points. Gosh. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but you liked it. I, it was kind of like soothing. It was almost like yeah. visual ASMR. Oh. If that's a thing. Uh, it's not a thing because ASMR is auditory. I know. So that's why oh. I said visual ASMR. I guess it would be VSMR. Yeah, probably. Vismia. Vismia. Um, so uh, outside of The Legend of Zelda, some other things that I'm looking forward to that are getting ready to come out. And there's not a... I mean, there's, there's some things that I'm really excited about. Things like uh, some new movies like we got... Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is coming out in November, which I'm excited about. There's been a lot of, (laughs) there's been a lot of what we'll say fan, quote unquote, backlash to some of Marvel stuff lately. Mm -hmm. And I think those people are just dumb. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Shots fired. Yeah, I guess. Um, People who are like, this is too... Taika Waititi made this too campy and too silly, or this is quote-unquote woke, and I'm just like, you're just stupid. Taika Waititi um, made it too campy and silly? Yeah, for like because Thor, of... Love, and Thunder. Oh. Um, and like uh, some of the stuff with like all the, some of the conversation is why are there so many like female characters now and like That's all this stuff. Ridiculous. Like they've always been there. They're just like. They're just being allowed to like have lines now. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. 
if you actually care about superheroes, don't be a dick. Yeah. They're part of the story, too. And they're still really good. And they're not the only thing that is being made. And there's other stuff, too. Like, just... There's other stuff. And there's other stuff, too. Yeah. And life is better when you enjoy things and aren't just hating on things all the time. You it d- is. dumb little baby haters. Oh. Yeah. Shots fired. Again. It's Again. not like any of you haters actually listen to this podcast. That's so. true. They wouldn't like it. And if you do, suck it. <laughs> so, those are my thoughts on that. Um, it's the same with the baby whiners who like don't like any of the Star Wars stuff because... It's not... The original. Well, this is an Obi Wan show. How come we're focusing on this uh, uh, this female character who's a bad guy? Like, bleh, bleh. like, because it's another interesting story. That's why yeah. you dummy. Why not? Why not focus on another character? Like that sounds interesting to me. Like, it doesn't always have to be just from one perspective. I know. Yeah. It's a freaking galaxy far, far away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just laughing because people are dumb. Doesn't it start like? Doesn't this does it say anything about like many many years ago or like? No, it literally it just says literally in a galaxy says far f- a, long a, galaxy. a long time ago. A long time ago in a galaxy, galaxy far, far far away. away. That is the equivalent of once upon a time. Yeah, you fools. It is a fairy tale in space. Okay, Which I also like. I I when people are like um. I don't think that this character would look this way because of whatever. It's like, you mean it's in this literally thing that, made up in this thing that we've made up <laughs> that someone just like created out of nothing that is not a real thing? Sure, yeah, you're totally right about that. Oh my god! So it's like the people who are like elves can't be black because of black. I'm like elves aren't real. Like I don't know if you guys know this, <laughs> but elves are not real. <laughs> Um, so you can't apply, like, any of that, like, to this made-up world. You shouldn't apply any of that to the real world, first of all. Well, no, you shouldn't. That just based on, like, the differences between human beings that you saying that someone can or cannot do something. Right. Is ageism, racism, you know. It's just just bigotry. Ableism, bigotry of whatever kind. Like, you can't yeah. do that. In, whatever in flavor you choose of right. bigotry doesn't make it okay. So, but it's especially, but, like, ridiculous when you apply it to a thing that isn't real to begin with. No, I know. I just I just meant that, like, people say things like, um, it I know. doesn't make sense that historically these elves would have been. And I'm like, there's historically what? Historically, as far, historically as far as elves I know, haven't existed. There be dragons here. <laughs> Jeez. Doesn't make any sense. So, welcome to the second half of the show where we just rant and rave about the lunatics online. Oh my! Uh, but in all seriousness, I'm looking forward to the things that apparently a lot of people are Other not people looking forward don't to. Look forward if to. you're looking forward to these things and you're not ridiculous like those people, uh, let me know. I think they're secretly looking forward to it though, because like they're definitely paying a lot of attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay. But we are I can make a special episode about why I think all those people are dumb. Okay. Well. And it'll last longer than the last 10 minutes that I just said why I thought they're dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But we are we Don't are gatekeep 
people. There's I'm there's not. no I'm not you. Oh. Not you. I said people. <laughs> like don't gatekeep. Like yeah. hate does not belong in the fandoms of like the universe, especially when most not all, but most of those creators have offered it and given it to the world for a reason, for people to enjoy and make their own. Mm-hmm. And to claim some sort of like high elitism over it because you think that it should be one way is yep. ridiculous. It is. It is. <sighs> but we're excited about Wakanda Forever. We're excited about the new Marvel stuff. The Marvel stuff I've seen so far over this last year has been great. Moon Knight was fantastic. Oh, I, that was good. I'm in love with She-Hulk. I, it's just, it's over. Can't help I it. Can't, yeah, like. It's, it's, you know. My heart. My heart is caught in that purple jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she wears in the comic book. Is it really? Yeah, in the comic books. Oh, I didn't know that. purple little jumpsuit. We need to catch, um, I need to catch up on that show. Uh, it, But like. That first episode was great. Oh, it was uh, so good. Tatiana Maslany is fantastic, like mm-hmm. just perfect in that role. Um, it was great to have Mark Ruffalo back as Bruce slash the Hulk. Yeah. Um, and there's his kind of jealousy. Yeah, because <laughs> she's was really better good. than him. Yeah, it was so good and just so typical, like Hulk. And it, yeah, it was great. It was. It was really great. Um, I, I've been loving. I've I've been enjoying the Star Wars stuff that's been coming out. Um. Both Obi Wan, Boba Fett, Mandalorian. Like, I'm excited about the new things that are coming out with like, um, Andor, the series set before Rogue One, um, and then Ahsoka, and they just dropped like tr- uh, the trailer for season three for Mando, which is going to mm-hmm. be great too. Um, I am super excited. So about there's that. there's a lot of cool things that I think are are working in the pipelines for some of these fandoms. I'm you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of almost all things comic books, and I love I also love DC stuff like Batman and Superman yeah. and, and and whatnot. But gosh, the house that Bruce Wayne built over there has been a friggin' nightmare of like craziness. Mm. Well, like Warner Brothers has got their head so far. I don't even think patooties? I no, I don't even think it's up their own butts. I think they're so far up someone else's butts that they don't even realize they're in someone else's butt. Like <laughs> that's how messed up it is. Like first of all, like they they've made this deal with Discovery and like now it's like Warner Discovery or Discovery Warner or something like that. Really? And the CEO of Discovery is the one who's now heading up Warner stuff and is like over the last like couple months is like Canceled movies that were already finished and just said, nope, being shelved. Um, has like gotten rid of like so many different shows that oh Warner goodness. and Warner, Warner like owns HBO, Warner owns um, all the DC stuff, Warner mm-hmm. owns Cartoon Network, uh, Warner owns like a ton of different things, and all this stuff is like getting axed and canceled. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's an, I like, I. That's so weird. It like makes me sad because some of my favorite characters are in the DC universe. Yeah. And look, I am I'm a huge Batman fan. I love Batman. Mm. But they did not do but, No, I I'm sick of seeing friggin' Batman on friggin' TV. Oh. Like there all these times when they're like, "Oh, we're going to make this story and then it's like shelved or canceled or 
does poorly because they do a freaking terrible job about actually making a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. It's so sad. Because, yeah. like, I like uh, I enjoyed The Batman with pa- uh, Robert Pattinson. So I did not see that. I It was really good. I, I heard that there is still a sequel in the works, and I'm mm. excited about that. But again, I'm like, okay, I've seen, I've seen it. I've mm. seen it. I get it, and I love his iteration, and that's great. But, or like, oh, cool, we're getting another Joker movie. Like, I've seen it. I've seen it. I don't care enough mm. anymore. Yeah. You've, like, pulled the... You've just scraped the bottom so much that I have no interest in those characters right now. I want to see the ones that I have not yet seen. Yeah. You know, I was really excited about the Flash movie, and then Ezra Miller um, lost their minds, and you can read about all that craziness in the... um, looking it up on the internet, and somehow of all the movies that they haven't canceled... Or that they have canceled. They haven't canceled that one because... Really? Yeah, I think it has to do with, again, wrong people being in power and, like, Mm. supporting abuses that should not take place in areas. Um, And so, even if it does come out, I'm not gonna go see it now. (laughs) Because I'm like, I just can't get behind that. Yeah. And, like, it's frustrating to have... A slew of characters that could be so great and so well done. Mm-hmm. Or even just like maybe not done super well, but just would be interesting to see. Because I think that's the thing that Marvel is doing now that works so well is they went through and they made, they they stuck to their guns and they, you know, went with the characters they chose to start with and now they've established themselves with the things that they're doing and they can do these interesting one-off stories yeah. of characters and maybe they're hit or miss for some people sure but who are not being ridiculous you know and yeah. uh but they have the opportunity to do that now instead of just being like let's go back to you know just Spider-Man over and over again which we get a lot of Spider-Man but they're, yeah, doing people well. are, they're doing it well. People are still enjoying it, and they're still moving the story forward. They're not just doing the same iteration of Spider-Man over and over yeah, and over And they're again. doing other stories at the same time, not yeah. just Spider-Man. Where yeah. it's like, it just feels like DC's like, here's another Batman-related thing. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like that is the difference. Like, Marvel is moving into, like you said, like, exploring other characters. Like, what we would not really necessarily expect to be what I wouldn't have expected to be main characters. Yeah. Uh, like, we're getting a Halloween special in, like, a month called Werewolf uh, by Night. And it's about Werewolf by Night is the character's name. Werewolf Wait, by Night. Really? Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> is It's a classic monster story, but it includes, like, other monster characters from the Marvel Universe, like Man-Thing mm-hmm. and... Um, like like these other characters that I I don't want to say for sure because from the trailer it's kind of hard to tell exactly who might be in it, um, but these are creatures that like characters like Blade has fought the Vampire Hunter where mm. I'm like ooh maybe we'll see some vampires maybe we'll see uh, maybe this is where we'll get our first Blade cameo that's not just a voice uh, <laughs> you know that would be interesting but the yeah. fact that we're getting like a monster monster movie at Halloween. Like, for this super obscure character that 
has these small little one-off stories every now and then mm-hmm. is great. Like that would never, well, that wouldn't have happened even ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, and we can't get even that. <laughs> we can't even get <laughs> out of DC. We can't even get a second Superman movie with Henry Cavill because nope, they decided to go straight into a Batman versus Superman thing. They and didn't then Justice League, and then yeah, and they didn't do enough before they went for that. No. Like. Marvel did like Iron Man one, Iron Man two, uh, Hulk, uh, the other people. Um, <laughs> you know there were other other ones, um, and then they Thor and Captain America. Yeah, and then they brought it together. Yeah, and um, Warner Brothers was like, "Here's a Batman movie. Here's a Superman movie, and now it's this. They're together." And now it's the justice. League. But it wasn't even like that. Because part of the problem was uh the same year that the first Iron Man came out, mm-hmm. two thousand eight. Yeah. Was the year that the Dark Knight came out with Heath Ledger's the Joker. Yes. And so at that time, DC wanted Christopher Nolan to just run with his vision and he had a trilogy in mind of grounded Batman stories. Yes. So they were always going to be behind because they made that choice. Mm-hmm. So, and then it took them another, from 2008, another five years to get to Man of Steel. Oh, my goodness. And Man of Steel could have been the start and was supposed to be the start of some of these newer things. Yep. And people will talk about, oh, well, Zack Snyder, the director of Man of Steel, and then Batman vs Superman, and... Justice League, like, had a vision, and then they threw him out and all this stuff, regardless, mm-hmm. regardless of what Warner Brothers did with that, mm-hmm. um, and if Zack Snyder was going to do that. The thing is that the th- what we ended up getting wasn't, wasn't what it should have been. Right. And that is not necessarily the director's fault. It's studio interference. Mm. Um and I think that that's also a lot of, it's a lot of just saying, oh, well, what's going to make us, it's, a, it's all capitalism. What's going to make us money? And yeah. Marvel's doing the same thing, but because they've reached a point where they're like, we have our money makers, now we can do the other stuff we want. Mm-hmm. We're also getting the weird things, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Yeah. Yeah, I like the weird things. It's good. Sorry, I like totally capitalized this episode of everybody you just spent most of this last hour listening to nick rant and rave and ramble and explain super nerdy crap um and joy mostly is like uh, yeah uh, yeah crampus i'm offended i spoke words yeah i'm not i'm not saying you didn't i'm saying Um, that i kept you from saying more oh that's fine. I with that with regard to those things, I will say that I'm less in that world than you are. I I still like I'm the it. The only one that can walk in both worlds. <laughs> I'm the Ghost Rider. I'm Ghost Rider. <laughs> At least I catch the references yeah. for the most part, um, except for the the Werewolf by Night one. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Did I show you that trailer? You I didn't that know trailer. that's what it was called. Yeah. The black and white horror film. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think it's really interesting that, like, 
I feel like there was another film recently that was in black and white. Am I making that up? You don't know. I have no or, idea. Oh, okay. I mean, like in 2013, 2014, there was The Artist, which was like a black and white film, silent film, because it was that's about prob- that's probably what I'm the silent film era. That's probably what I'm thinking of. But that was like a decade ago. Still more recent than like. It was like, recent. Yeah, still, still though, more recent than like I see when. Movies. <laughs> this is a book. Okay, Nick, let's not go there. Um, still more recent than you know when black and white films and silent films were actually being made. Still, like far, far, far more recent than that. So right, yeah. that's what I mean by recent, relatively speaking, recent. But I digress. I do believe it is time for the part in the show where we talk about what we're going to do today. Hey, hey, what we going to do today? Hey, hey, what we going to do today? I can't wait. Tell me what we're doing today. Welcome to the part of the show where we talk about what we are doing today and what I mean by that is we share about projects that we have going on in an effort to you know just maintain some accountability there make sure that we keep going but we also want to hear from you our listeners about what you are working on and what you have going on and what projects you've got going. So please feel free to email us stokesawild at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at stokethewild and let us know what you are working on. That's right, Joy, and tell them what they've won. Nothing! (laughs) Uh, You have won the... Uh, pleasure of knowing that you have been held accountable for your projects. Yes. And behind curtain number one is a quaint little story about what Joy's doing this week. This week, I am doing as much reading as my little brain can handle. I am... I'm consuming so much reading... This is where I feel like having great sound effects that, like, I could just push the button. And yeah, like, like. When you're like, oh, that my little brain can handle. <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> would have been, like, a great sound effect right there. would have been a good sound effect, yeah. Uh, you could just do that. You yeah. could just, like, make those sound effects oh, okay. with your voice. All right, so go, we'll, we'll start that start that over again. Say, say what you just said. Well, this week I am reading just as much as my little brain can handle. <laughs> Ruh-roh. So, folks, I don't know what to say next. Um, <laughs> that threw me off in such a major way. I can't handle it. No sound effects, please. Um. <laughs> you just told me. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't expect... Oh, they don't like the sound effects. I didn't expect it to be so distracting. It's like the, the morning disc jockey that is, like, way too annoying. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But I I am reading a lot. I'm reading a lot of books. I'm reading a lot of articles. And um, it's just all kind of getting a little jumbled in there. So I may need to take a short break from the reading soon. Because there are so many thoughts swirling around in my head. Um, So I'm doing that. But I'm also leading some initiatives at my workplace. um, As many of you... What? Why are you laughing? 
Because I thought of another sound effect when you're like, so many things swirling around in my head. And then I just thought the sound of a, a flushing toilet. toilet. Flush. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm too tired for this. That's uh, okay. We'll get through it. Mm, sleepy. <laughs> honk shoe, honk shoe. That's right. <laughs> but I am leading some initiatives at work as... um. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about that. And getting to partner with some, like, student clubs and organizations, too. Um, One of the things that my department is doing is working with, like, with other departments in the university and with some student clubs to help students register to vote and, like, help them know, like, how to find their polling place and why it's important to vote and, you know, how to order an absentee ballot and things like that. So I'm very excited about that. I get to make some cool little flyers and stuff and um, help out at the the registration question stand booth thing. And uh, I'm very excited about it. Cool, cool. Yeah. What are you working on? Well, over the last uh, week or so, and I might have mentioned it last on last week's episode, I've been submitting uh, some new creative work to some different literary magazines and publications. Have had a couple of rejections. Oh. And then a couple of acceptances. Woo, yeah. Right? Um, so... <laughs> uh, it's, it's nice to be doing that. Uh, but also, like, between teaching classes and, and doing... Uh, my school work, it has been very, very busy. I am, I'm also reading a lot, but I'm, I almost feel like there's not enough time. I'm like, I just need to keep reading and I need more time. (laughs) And it's not that my, that I need to let it just sit there. It's just like, no, I need to cram more into the head. (laughs) Just shove all the books. All the books. All of the books. Just shove them right into the brain. (laughs) And yeah, so it's been it's been busy, but like my creative stuff is still happening, but I'm doing a lot more writing right now. Um, And like I've been painting and sketching and doing stuff on the side much smaller, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I just I don't have the time like when I don't have an art show like on the calendar. It's hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to sit and paint every day Um, because it's just it like there's not that like deadline to push me to be like i gotta make stuff Mm. um or if i don't have like someone buying commissions buy commissions from me you know (laughs) the um the drive to just be randomly making things uh is not as strong uh but because i'm constantly writing and doing creative writing stuff for my school and i'm working on it it's easier for that to be like the outlet right now and so writing new poems writing short stories getting them submitted, and like I said, having some getting accepted for publication, uh, which once I have more information about when and where that's going to be at, I will let you all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like, that, you know, that's that's good stuff because I like having my work out there. and Yeah. You know, getting good feedback on that is, is fantastic. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, everyone, as always, you can get a hold of us by emailing us, stokesawild at gmail.com. As previously mentioned, you can also tweet us on Twitter. 
at Stokes Wild or Instagram us on Instagram at Stokes Wild. And uh, let us know what you are working on and we'll hold you accountable. As always, it's been a pleasure. That's right. And don't forget that you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Stoke the Wild. Um, we, we love it. and We love you. And we love our supporters who just throw their meaningless bills at us as we watch. Hey, them. I would not say those bills are meaningless. <laughs> no, they're meaningless bills. For us, they're meaningful bills. Oh, okay. So it's but just for them. It's like for them. It's like I don't care about this money. I don't need this. This is for people I love. And yeah. You oh, love yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you just fair. toss them. We dance, and you toss, and we will continue to make and do things because you are kind, wonderful, lovely people. Yes. And uh, so, thank you to all of our wonderful supporters. But if you want to support us as well, do it. You're not Give us your money. Do you it. Support us. And uh, there's great, cool, fun rewards on there as well. Some different yeah. things that show up um, right at your door. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers, artwork. Right at your doorstep. Just right there. They just magically show up every Amazing. now and then. Um, all for being a wonderful, caring, loving financial backer of the show. Um, but you can also uh, check out our website, StokeTheWild.com, where we also have... Uh, a general store. I mean, you can't buy like licorice store. or anything, but like uh, we have a store. <laughs> Wouldn't that be on, funny if we had licorice with like our faces on it? Stoke the wild licorice right <laughs> next to the onesies. Uh, but you can pick up some of the artwork that I have made as well as a copy of my book, Paper Fledglings, if you're interested in reading that, checking that out. Um, if you order it from the website, it comes autographed. And there may even be a cool note like, thank you so much, I love you, you're the best, please be my friend, because I get weird. and um, <laughs> That's true, he does. Yeah, and there's some other great stuff on there, but check it out if you want. And uh, like Joy said, you can follow us on social media at Stoke the Wild on the various platforms. But you can also follow uh, my writing journey on Twitter at Nick Dertinger or my art as I do post it occasionally at Nick Dertinger Art on Instagram. All right, everyone. That's the show. That is the show. We hope you'll catch us next time as we continue talking about things that are exciting, interesting, and creative. I'm hoping that actually on the next episode we're going to talk a little bit about narrative plotting and like Ooh. how stories are crafted and form. <gasps> I've got this idea that I want to kind of look at and talk That's about awesome. for that, but I really wanted to rant and rave a little bit about some of the things that are coming up. And That's fair. You know. That sort of stuff. So yeah. this is kind of what that was. And thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. We love you, baby. And we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful end of this episode. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.